Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come... Oh. (laughs) I forgot that we don't do it together anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't in, like, years. I know. My brain is just not working right now. It's ha- it's like how when I listen to the View intro, I always expect to hear Michelle Collins after Whoopi. Yeah. Hold on. That's not nice. It's not. I'm just nice. Exactly what you're saying. You're not being nice. Hey, Brendan. Hi, Dan. Uh, we mentioned this in the Patreon pre-show, but it's worth mentioning again. We have some technical difficulties this week, but I think we're powering through it. Our audio is probably not up to the standards of the past few weeks, but we figured something's better than nothing, right? I know, and it's a pandemic, and if Watch What Happens Live can have weird audio, we can for a week. Yeah. Hopefully only a week. Hopefully only a week, yeah. Uh, But also, speaking of the Patreon pre-show, we did want to mention something that Sam Moreno brought up in our Facebook group today, which Mm -hmm. is that Bravo is airing a Real Housewives of DC marathon Friday, May 22nd. So set your DVRs now, record the whole series, and then you could jump into our Patreon bonus episodes where we are recapping the series from start to finish. We're pretty much halfway through right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could like binge the series and then follow along with us. And I, I think it's really great that they're doing it right before Memorial Day. More people are going to be in the house. Hopefully you're going to stay in the house. Yeah, stay um, home. Hashtag. And, and binge this. For sure. Uh, there's been a bunch of stuff going on this week, mm-hmm. uh, including a show that I've been looking forward to premiering, which is Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition. Can I tell you, it was so good. It was so good. 
it aired um, on Sunday night, so set your DVRs now for this Sunday. Um, obviously, Sonya's on it, but also, like, the rest of the players, I'm loving them. I know, there's not... The, the only one I didn't know was the guy from The Bachelor who's apparently engaged or married to Sarah Highland from Modern Family. I know, um, but he ended up being one of my favorites of the cast. Yeah, he was fun. Yeah. But then you will recognize everyone else. Yeah. For sure. It's um, Robin Givens. It's uh, Dave Coulier. It's um, Johnny Bananas. It's Bridget Everett. It's Sonia. It's, there's others, but... There's that guy. He, he was uh, a cast member of like the Sarah Silverman show. Remember when she? Yeah, had, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you can't blame us because Sonia filmed a whole first episode with them and could not name anyone other than Bridget in her confessional. <laughs> There's like this iconic clip of her like going through the cast, and she's like. Yeah, that guy, my girl, the guy from Full House. Oh, I know Bridget. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the sisterhood between Bridget and Sonia is reason enough to tune in. They, I, they've had at least one, maybe more iconic Watch What Happens Live episodes together. Definitely, yeah. I think they, they, they've had two. I want to say there's, and they always like bring their dogs. Yeah. No, it's just great. So tune into that. That's that's like some positivity in in this world we're living in. Uh, Brendan, you were very excited to see something today about the View. Oh yes. So today it was announced. Variety broke the story that the View tell all book Ladies Who Punch has been optioned for a TV mini series. Um, the piece says Barbara Walters is making a return to TV. No, she's time, not. <laughs> but this time, an actress will be playing her. Ladies Who Punch, the New York Times best-selling book about the behind-the-scenes drama at the ABC t- daytime talk show, has sold its screenwrites to um, Picture Smarts. Um, the project will be adapted into a TV miniseries. Ladies Who Punch, uh, which came out in 2019, I was at the book party, became a sensation on social media with repeated mentions by Andy Cohen, Howard Stern, and Wendy Williams. Um, this is amazing news, and I've already started crafting my dream cast. Why don't you share it with the class? Okay, and you can pipe in if you want or if you have other thoughts. Sure, I'll, I'll say if I care or don't care for, this, for each casting. Oh, perfect. So, Joy Behar... Bette Midler, I mean, obviously. The, the role she was born to play. 1,000%. I mean, they're the same age, so it'll, like, be a little confusing, but it'll be great. Yeah. Barbara Walters. I was thinking Glenn Close. Care, and then get Glenn her Oscar for this television work. <laughs> right? Well, it's a whole, it's literally a whole new world, so maybe they'll start giving Oscars to television randomly. Yeah. Um, so in the role of Star Jones, yeah, this is my most iconic. This is my favorite one. Yeah, Sherry Shepard. Care gag of the season. <laughs> I also don't have anyone playing Sherry Shepard, but whatever. Let's go through it. So Meredith Vieira, obviously. I was thinking Bellamy Young. Oh, I got someone for Sherry. Who? Uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. Care. That because or- I. Because they've talked about getting confused for each other. Well, yeah. Or Octavia Spencer. Do you remember when Sherry posted that iconic video in, like, the Delta Lounge that she snuck in under 
Octavia's name. Yeah, so so Glenn could get the lead actress Oscar and Octavia could get the supporting actress Oscar. Yes, 1000%. Yeah. So Meredith Bellamy Young, who she played the first lady in Scandal. Oh, Carrie, yeah, that's a good casting. It's like Meredith, there's something about Meredith that needs somebody who's like even keeled, but who can like give you a moment. And I think Bellamy can do it. Okay. Okay, so this is a little bit of a twist. And then this is where I also start going down like Ryan Murphy territory. Sure. So Elizabeth Hasselbeck, Emma Roberts. Love it. And I specifically am thinking of Emma Roberts delivering that backstage rant that Elizabeth did that leaked during the press tour of this book. It's very screen queens. Exactly. Um, Rosie O'Donnell, played by Melissa McCarthy. Perfect. I mean... This this cast is getting the SAG Ensemble Award. 1,000%. Whoopi Goldberg, played by Leslie Jones. Great. This makes sense, though I don't think Leslie would do it because Whoopi hated this book and Leslie respects Whoopi too much. Hmm, okay. Okay, so Nicole Wallace doesn't have a huge part in the book, but if we're going for iconic Easter egg cameos... <laughs> Sarah Paulson playing Nicole Wallace again reprising would the role. be reprising the role that she first played in Game Change, the HBO movie based on the Sarah Palin book. Iconic. Yes. And then for Megan McCain, I think that we need to give it to Lil Baby 80, 80 Bryant, to play her SNL role. Yeah. They went to high school together. Oh, they did? Yeah, you don't want, you're not enough of a view scholar to know that. Oh my god, grow up. Wow. I know. So that is my cast. I, I mean that, I didn't I mean, touch on everyone. That's all stars, cares across the board. Yeah. Let's make it happen. No, I have a question for you though. Um you mentioned I don't know even like the right terminology. Is it a studio brought lights? Like you, you named something like Picture Dreams or something. Oh yeah, so um, the screen rights were sold to a media company called Picture Start. Do we know like what they have pumped out before? I didn't do the research. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm just like surprised you didn't dive in that deep. You know. So when I first, I I only needed to see the headline, and then I was already off the races creating my Dreamcasts. You know. Sure. What network could this land on? Like who, who's like the executive producer? Um, so I don't think it's going to be Lifetime, which you would think this would be Lifetime, right? Yeah. But The View has a relationship with Lifetime, so I don't think it'll be there. But I wonder, I wonder, maybe it'll be like stars. <laughs> no, but I want it, like I want an FX, Netflix, I want something good. Like we already kind of had this with, with like that. I mean, we love her, Vanessa Williams, but like that show on V is not great. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that again. Right. But this is going to be directly about these people. It's not going to be like, it's going to be more um, bombshell, less, uh, less uh, whatever that VH1 show was called. I just don't want it janky, you know? No, I agree. Yeah. Okay. 
unless you have anything else about this whole no i mean i could probably talk about it for like ever and ever but i'm done yeah okay we've dipped out of this for a few seasons now but it's just worth i don't know pissing on the grave a little bit (laughs) uh southern charm is in shambles yeah Cameron Banks announced her departure earlier this week and it was followed up with uh, Naomi and Chelsea both announcing their departure today Mm -hmm. and Catherine Dennis has been embroiled in a horrible racist scandal that took place like over Instagram DMs I think Mm Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, what do we got left? Just the horrible men at this point? And I mean, like, let's be honest. Catherine Dennis was a horrible woman. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's like, we've got all of the awful people. I mean, like, I think Cameron, her being the narrator of the show, I haven't watched the show. I gave the show up after the 2016 election. Yeah. Cold Turkey. So I haven't watched the show and like, that's one of the shows that kind of just like everything about it faded from my memory. Sure. Except for a couple people. But um, Cameron was like the narrator. And yeah. it famously, her marriage was never really shown on the show. Mm-hmm. And she, the rumors were, was the rumors were that Catherine was going to expose that Cameron's husband was cheating. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why Cameron was like, bye, bye yeah, I'm, yeah. Out. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, yeah, let's piss on this grave. They're all <laughs> awful. I mean, let's, let, let's not forget that like less than a year ago, Shep was heckling a homeless person on his Instagram stories. Oh my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. And, and we did mention that Tommy Lauren was recently featured on a live. Craig and Austin. Craig, yeah. Craig and Austin. So it's kind of like, what do we got? guys got nothing yeah okay let's move it on to a conversation that kind of hit us through another podcast i don't recall the name of it but it doesn't really matter because the episode was taken down um Mm -hmm. it was a podcast where the host had on an editor from vanderpump rules yes who made a bunch of revelations yes those revelations included the fact that Stasi and Bo are considered the quote-unquote special heroes and get their own one-on-one scene every episode. Mm-hmm. That... Well, and that, that's mandated from Bravo, like, yeah. as opposed to the production company Evolution. Yeah. Mandated by Bravo. Um, Sheena, like, they know that Sheena is getting a bad edit the season and it's due to the fact that she doesn't kiss up to the editors the editor basically was like sheena like would be smart to befriend me because i spend half my time like my favorite thing is pulling clips where sheena looks dumb to create montages yeah and then they talked about how the scene that we talked about of sheena the scene where it looked like sheena was hitting on nikolai saucy's young 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 brother yeah that that was like a cherry pick scene and then like they the producers purposely asked sheena about dating younger men in order to make that scene look worse than it did yeah uh sheena tweeted something like i've got the tea andy i'm gonna dm you Mm -hmm. and then 
Chris and Judy was chiming in. Ariana was in there. Yeah. And then everything got deleted. The podcast episode got deleted. Sheena's tweets got deleted. Kristen's tweets got deleted. So something's going on. And then Sheena did appear this week on Danny Pellegrino's podcast, but yep. I think it, I think that was like already in the can sure. or something because they it talked a little bit about issues around this, like the editing around Sheena, but it didn't address it indirectly. Yeah. So either like it was in the can or like Sheena and Danny were like, let's talk about this. Let's address it in a way, but not like go into specifics because of like yeah. whatever issues are at play with like Bravo or whatever. Sure. Yeah. It's a lot to digest, but it definitely like all this going on makes me more interested in Vanderpump Rules because like we've been struggling. Yeah. It, it, like, and this week's episode was good, kind of. Yeah. So we're back into Vanderpump, I guess. Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break. And we've got Atlanta, we've got Pump, we've got Beverly Hills, and a little taste of Summer House, and of mm-hmm. course New York. So we'll be back. And now, a word about our sponsor, Best Fiends. You've heard us talking about it for months. It's a game Brendan and I love playing. The hit mobile puzzle game, Best Fiends, where you match three or more of the same color, all while recruiting a team of cute bug characters that will help you take down the enemy slugs. I just reached level 118, and I really can't believe how they keep it fresh each month. We've got the Memorial Day Parade event this month, and I can't wait to see what they have in store for us next month. It's the perfect game to pick up and play when you have a few minutes, maybe during a commercial break of one of our favorite shows, and it's always with you since it's on your phone. It's so much fun swapping in and out the different bug characters, I feel like the casting director of my own bug reality show. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. And we are back to discuss our first Housewives virtual reunion. Yeah, and already the caliber was up from the Summer House virtual reunion. Yeah, when Andy was making that announcement, I was ready to catch him to be like, no, that, this isn't your first re- uh, virtual reunion, but he did clarify that it's a, the first Housewives virtual reunion. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that like they care a lot more about the production of Housewives than they do about Summer House, because all these women got lighting, they got pretty go- good audio, they got like the whole works. It seems like Marlo and Tanya had a not as good though, which I mean, at that point, why not just like even it out? Right, exactly. I don't get that, but I guess it's like Bravo keeping people in their place. That's and it's um, like a fun talk. It's a funny talking point. Uh, I think Andy also mentioned on Radio Andy following the the first part that his regret was that he didn't film it in a different part of his house because him being in like the virtual clubhouse 
setting didn't look right. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's such a fucking huge apartment. He should have. I know. Uh, but what was like, what was interesting is like all the women, besides being styled similarly clothes wise, just like their whole background setting and everything looked very similar. And then Andy's setup looked so different, you know. Mm-hmm. Now on that same note, Andy brings up that he saw people in masks tending to the women and called out like who did their own hair and makeup. Only one person did their own being candid. Good for him for exposing them. I mean, come on. It's pretty crazy. I know. But it's almost, like he exposed them, but there's really no conversation about this. Like I haven't heard anyone talking about this. Right. I don't know. I think we're in a weird spot where like people are bending the rules all the time. So nobody wants to shit on other people this week, maybe. Yeah. Unless it's the mascala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I gotta say though, Candy for doing it on her own looked great and as good as everyone else. Yeah. We're gonna make it after all. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh I loved Marlo praying before it started. <laughs> and then I had the realization Cynthia had to wake up in the middle of the night for this. I thought about that too. And I think I texted this or I like said it somewhere, but like she was having alcohol at 6 a.m. her time. Yeah. But she, given that she did have glam, she had to have already been up for hours. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it definitely did not help her reunion performance. She definitely seemed even more laid back for Cynthia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, about the reunion itself, <laughs> I actually had to go back and watch it a second time because despite it being like entertaining and better pro- production quality than I expected, I really don't know what I'm talking about. I think it was like, the thing about it, it was like exciting to watch these women deal with this reunion in this circumstance and like see how well they did it. Yeah. That was like what was the best thing to me. Yeah. And like then then you get like Eva who's usually asleep at the wheel is like thriving in this specific situation. Yeah. I after after a good season for Portia, I hated seeing her becoming Nini's soldier again. Yeah, also, like, that might have had a lot to do with just, like, the situation. And, like, she was just, like, sitting there drinking Hennessy the entire time. So, like, I don't know. If you've ever had Hennessy, it makes me loopy. Mm. Although she did have the best line of the night, screaming about Eva's social distancing titties. That was good. Yeah. Uh, But the teams seem to be Nini, Portia, Marlo, and Tanya. Which I wonder if Tanya's a Nini soldier just because of her alliance with Portia. I think maybe, and it's also like I think people 
latch onto Nini because she was the iconic face of the show for so long. Yeah. So they think that's like the right move to like latch yourself onto her because she's like the winner naturally. And then the other side being Cynthia, Ken, and Candy with Mm -hmm. Eva, I guess, is part of that. Eva is like more of an independent player. Yeah. I liked her performance in this reunion, but I could also do away with her. Yeah. Next year. Like, she's brought me nothing this season, really. Yeah. Uh, besides all that, the only like interesting parts to me were Kenya admitting that she and Mark are like in counseling together and he made a complete 360. Which she didn't do a full 180. Yeah. I, I, I guess. How did you feel about Dula Peep's performance on Watch What Happens Live, by the way? Uh, I think she did a good job considering it was like a very awkward situation for her. And like to be paired with Lena Dunham. Yeah, like to be paired with Lena is hard because like to play off of that energy is not mm-hmm. easy for, for Dua. When 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 Gigi Good came in and asked, "May I call you Dula Peep?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like I wanted to jump out of my skin. Ugh. Yeah, but besides all that, I'm kind of I was shocked Andy did not go more into the Yolanda Hadid of it all. I bet you they like that it's was no go. Rules. But like though, Andy says there's like no question off. Uh, limits at watch happens live yeah for some reason i got the energy that like they were like we don't want to talk about that yeah also i thought dua was with the family in pennsylvania but it seems like she's in they said london yeah yeah Yeah. and she was in front of like a weird brick wall yeah was she outside no you know what's weirdest flex of quarantine is yeah. when you're on a zoom meeting and one of the other people is outside oh i didn't know that's allowed well i mean it's allowed because like people have backyards people live all across the country and like have different living situations but like know, every but once in a while just in terms of like allowed like isn't the audio kind of you got like birds chirping and squirping well i mean like people are probably like using headphones or stuff uh, like that. Oh, okay. But it's always so jarring and such a weird flex. I'm like, just go in, go inside like the rest of us, please. Yeah, yeah. The one other thing from the Atlanta reunion that I wanted to touch on was bringing up Portia's Celebrity Apprentice appearance, how that was deemed her making moves. Love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I just the- like ref- referencing that because she did have a good run on Celebrity Apprentice. But I mean, that kind of makes sense that it was referenced in that way because like, hello, Nini and the Trump check, that's where that yeah. quote comes from. It was after exactly. Nini's appearance on Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. And Portia was on the season with Schwarzenegger, right? I think so, yeah. It was her and Kyle Richards were both on that season. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was also the season where they brought Alaska in and made fun of her for being a drag queen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we jump on over to Vanderpump Rules? Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we just spent the first part of this 
episode kind of like shitting on the editor for being shitty but i will say there were some very good editing choices done in this episode okay to intercut between jax's instagram stories on the regular in like every segment during this episode was perfect it was so strange like the fake instagram interface they created for this mm-hmm Something that was not perfect editing-wise is that we had to once again pass the torch to another male cast member to talk about how sexy LVP is. When oh, Schwartz, was it talking about shaving her legs? Yeah, Schwartz shaving her legs. It's like, what? why are we doing this every week? I mean, LVP lives for the applause and she needs it from somewhere. Yeah. Uh, We learned that Charlie works at another restaurant. Which is hilarious. It's just surprising that we're even allowed to promote another restaurant. I know. But I, um, so I listened to an interview that Dana did recently. And Dana said that obviously she was hired at Surge just to be on Vanderpump Rules, first of all. And that her first day was the same as Charlie's. Oh. So I guess Char- Charlie like kept her other job while working at Sir as well. Huh. That's interesting. Fun fact. Um, can we talk about the Tom Tom thing for a second? Sure. And LVP basically saying that she's going to be opening this other part of Tom Tom, and they can either invest and in it be a part of Tom Tom or not. Yeah. And like. Tom Tom has been doing well, but it made me kind of sad for them that we were learning that they decided to go forward with it. And then <laughs> now it's like in this time. Yeah. It, that must like suck. I mean, like a lot of situations are a lot worse for a lot of people, but I thought of that during that. So I was like, oh, wow, this is airing like while your restaurant has to be closed for months. That yeah. can't, that can't feel great. Definitely not. Although I wonder, like, it's interesting how it was painted. I can't imagine LVP moving forward with that space next door and not having it connected. It just doesn't make sense operation-wise. Yeah, and I mean, like, if she got her way, they would knock down um, fucking Motherload and move into that space, too. Yeah, yeah. And have it, like, be, like, a pump tom-tom super corner yeah yeah um okay Brittany and Jax losing their mind over this competing party so unwell we expect this from Jax but Brittany is really showing her her true colors or Katie calling her and Brittany at first leading with, oh, I'm not mad at you. This isn't your fault. And then turning on a dime and like blaming Katie's like past rage texting. Uh, It's someone in the Facebook group posted this, but like this episode brought us back to Katie Maloney. Yeah. In a good way. I mean, it was funny when, how she went from crying to screaming in a minute. Mm Mm-hmm. It was also back to Brittany when when she and Ariana went to go 
to the Covenant House with LVP. Mm-hmm. I like this must have been on the call sheet well in advance. I was like, oh, like this is a fun pairing. Meanwhile, like these are two people who are kind of at each other's throats right now in a way. I also felt like in another way, it was like LVP wants to be a part of the shit stirring and wants to like see mm. some of the drama like in her face. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe it was planned that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Dana's comedy show. So like we got two newish jokes. They were fine, but Stassi was smiling ear to ear. She loved it so much. Yeah, I think Stassi's like this girl could be my protege. Yeah, definitely. I see that relationship. Mm-hmm. A mentor, mentee. Mm-hmm. We go out to dinner afterwards, and I didn't realize that we were in Marina Del Rey. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that either until like uh, Sheena rolls in. Sheena was like, "Oh, I can walk from here," but I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Now, we've been hating on Lala for most of the season. (laughs) And, like, this isn't something to celebrate Lala, but she definitely just, like, came in, dropped the bomb, and then was acting like... that. Like, everyone was acting crazy once the bomb had detonated. But it's like, you, you caused this, that no one was having a problem until you brought up the whole love triangle. And it felt like Lala, Stassi, and Bo, all in their own ways, were, like, producing this segment. Yeah, yeah. Because they were all chiming in at, like, specific times. Sure. Like, Bo coming to Dana's defense, I was like, have they have, have they even met each other ever? <laughs> and, like, now people are, now I'm starting to get, into the hang of people and like care about people like yeah like dana and charlie and like other people like i loved dana and katie's little thing under the tent oh yeah yeah where like katie was like lit and i feel like if it went one beat further after katie was like you can go out and like get any man or woman i felt like two beats and they would have been hooking up oh my god Okay, let's talk about the two parties. Okay. This is definitely the editors at work. Because the, the filming at Tom and Ariana's party, like the, the filming method was just such like produced fun. Yeah, like chaos. Cameras spinning around. Yeah. Yeah. And then over at Jack's and Britney's, it was just like lazy time, which like that kind of, I'm how old now? I would have loved to hang out like that. You get an open bar and you're just like chilling in the shade with your friends. What's, yeah, what's better? That's our speed. Maybe we should have gone to the yeah. Jackson and Britney <laughs> party. Yeah. The Jack's Stassi heart to heart. I love to see it. He's definitely afraid of Stassi. And she said that earlier in the episode in one yeah. of her confessionals. She was like, I have a feeling he's afraid of me. Yeah. It's because she, for all of Stassi's faults, was like the one gal who he <laughs> held on a pedestal in a lot of ways. Even though he fucked her over, yeah. I think he always held her up on like this pedestal as like 
his perfect woman. Yeah. I, I don't think he's ever truly gotten over her. Hmm. I mean, he seems to have gotten over his wife. <laughs> like, saying on camera, maybe I did this too fast. Wild. And, like, I remember us watching this unfold, like, through tabloids. Mm-hmm. And, like, him and his Instagram stories. And this was, like, rumors of, like, he was spotted at, without his ring so much around mm-hmm. that time um okay. and just goes to show that he actually doesn't want to be with her <laughs> do you think they'll have a kid or do you think they'll get divorced uh they'll have a kid which will just make matters worse <laughs> i know because th- that's as much as a problem they have between each other it's the one thing they both want true because like ever and since he's getting a he- He's getting up there in age. I mean, he's he's in his 40s now. Like, we'll be 41 mm-hmm. this summer, I think. Mm-hmm. And ever since his dad died, he wants a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just wanted to mention the one moment at the very end of the episode where James and Katie make up, and it was oh, a cute moment. Yeah. I mean, it's good. it's good for the show that this happened. Yeah. And, like, James, everyone's enjoyed James more this season because we've seen less of him. Yeah. And he was on Watch Rabbins Live and said he's been sober all this time. Good. Yeah. And that's definitely, like, what was a bit of the tension between him and a lot of his castmates. Totally. So, yeah, next week, the season finale. We're ready for it. Yeah. We're ready for the season to be over. Definitely. Um, Okay. Why don't we jump over to Beverly Hills? Okay. Yeah. We're picking up with the pizza party. Um, It's everything's still a mess. And Kyle starts freaking out and like almost going at, not going after everyone, but like everyone's having a problem with her in that moment. So it's like Rinna, it's even Garcelle. It's not quite Erica. And then she storms off and goes to like what I think was one of those outdoor bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. That you can rent for like weddings. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen like those exact things at weddings. Yeah. Yeah. And Teddy of course follows her. (laughs) I love her getting the villain edit this season. And like, she hates her own bangs so much, and I feel like it's bringing her emotional distress. It is. I like her bangs. Um, I'm I'm like fine either way, I guess. <laughs> bangs were like re- really big when I was in college, like junior year of college. I think we're all gonna have bangs soon. Yeah, you don't even want to see my hair. It's no, I like, do. I do. Psycho, no. I'm keeping it contained under a hat. I know. You've been like really shy the past few weeks. I'm thinking of taking a a bzz bzz to the side at least. Yeah. Just to the sides. Are you going to do it yourself or have uh, Val help you? I think I'll do it myself. That's like scary. You can't only fine. do it to the sides. You have to do it as well. Yeah, I know. Or are you going to have a mull? I'll, I'll, I'll look in the mirror, bitch. 
Oh my God. Who is that girl you see staring straight back at you? I know. Uh, okay. Amelia's back home. And then like all of a sudden she and as soon as she gets home, she and Delilah, Delilah have a clothing company. <laughs> yeah. And I just put two and two together and realized that DNA means Delilah and Amelia. Yeah. Yeah. It just occurred to me like just now. I, I'm surprised that there's not already a clothing brand called DNA. Right. I There's actually back where I used to live, there was a shoe store called DNA Shoes. Like there's, got, there's got to be a DNA clothing out there. I don't know how copyright works or whatever. I at least appreciated Rena acknowledging that like the only reason this is happening is because their parents are Lisa Renna and Harry Hamlin. I know. Momager. Uh, Delilah wearing the mask. Pre-COVID, months and months ago. Like, what did she know and when did she know it? <laughs> you know? Maybe she was traveling. Maybe she was traveling from the future. Yeah, she definitely gives that energy off. <laughs> She knows. I can't tell those two apart at all. Delilah's the older sister. And she has the shorter hair? No. Or the longer hair? Okay, cool. So so the older sister, strangely enough, looks like the younger sister. Like, looks as if she would be younger than the other sister. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the younger sister acts more mature, right? Yeah. Cool. Okay, Denise and Erica are getting coffee and then they're kind of recapping the pizza party. Erica during the scene did the thing where like that's annoying where she like made a point to order like heavy cream oh, or yeah. like and it's like okay cuz you're not a, like she's a regular gal, that's why. It's like okay. <laughs> you have a confessional about your milk choices. We got a flashback scene with Denise and one of her daughters talking about what they overheard at the party. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you caught this, but Kyle was calling out on Twitter that, that they practiced the scene once before filming. (laughs) I saw that. And it's like, Kyle, like look at you and your family and like the rehearsed scenes that y'all do all the time. So like, don't pull this shit. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, we get a Garcelle channeling Jackie Goldschneider. Mm-hmm. Like throwing together a party. We got the ex-husband there. We got towers of Krispy Kreme donuts. We never actually saw the actual party, like with people in it. The, I mean, there seemed to be other peers of the children present. There was like one girl. No, there was another boy as well. So, but okay, so we got like a couple people, but like, where's the full party? Was that it? Oh my God, that reminds me of my childhood when I had like one friend. Oh my God. (laughs) I do got to say like that, like while I like the idea of a Tower of Donuts, we got to mix it up with some of the other Krispy Kreme flavors. Like why is it all plain glazed? Well, because the plain glazed Krispy Kreme are the best of the best. Truly. 
I come huh. from Atlanta. We know, like, we could, if you drove by back growing up, like, and there was the hot now light on, you could go get a fucking hot donut. The Krispy Kreme, plain Krispy Kreme is, like, why mess with that? So there was a Krispy Kreme in Penn Station. And, like, Chunky Monkey, high school me, would, like, get off the train in Penn Station and just, like, pop over and grab a Krispy Kreme on my way <laughs> to school. <laughs> Wait, so you would get, you would specifically get off the train at Penn Station to get- Oh, no, no, no. When, when I'd be like coming in from my parents' house in Jersey to, to go to school. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I would get out at Penn Station, off the Jersey Transit, transfer for New York City subway. Like en route to the subway, like that Krispy Kreme siren was just like calling my name. And I gotta he, say, I loved the, like the, the lemon meringue one. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. Okay, yeah. I believe that the other flavors are good, but, like, it's all about the original. Okay. Speaking about eating, Erica th- we're, Erica's having the girls at her Andy Cohen clubhouse before the Lisa Renna event. I feel like she rebranded. I fe- feel like she used to call it her studio, which, yeah. like, implied, like, she was doing, like, dancing and art and stuff there but now it's just her clubhouse yeah and she is serving alcoholic beverages and sushi neither of which teddy (laughs) joe can consume i feel like there was like a beef skewer involved i i think i saw an edamame nice yeah but teddy joe will just have some water (laughs) uh also speaking about food, this is where we learn how Jerry Kemsley is much like the Toms and getting involved in a restaurant business situation. <laughs> the the Jerry Kemsley room at Buca de Beppo. And so like, I've like heard the name before, but from what I've heard since this aired, it's basically like, a glorified chain restaurant. I have never heard of this before. I've heard the name. And someone tweeted like exterior shots of Buca de Beppo in Encino. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look anything special, I gotta tell you. Well, it's gonna be the Dorit Kemsley room. And like, she, I wonder like, where are we at with that room? Today? Here in May 2020. I wonder if at the end of this season, there's like, maybe the finale party is at the Buca de Becco, <laughs> Beppo or whatever, Dorit Kemsley room. I, I could only hope. Uh, Denise mentioning how like Kyle wants a medal for finish, finish filming Halloween. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm filming 10 fucking episodes of Bold and the Beautiful a week. <laughs> It's very how, Aviva Drescher getting off the plane and wanting a banner. How many how many lines does Kyle Richards have in this movie? I'm really interested to see. I'm really, really, I cannot wait to see it. I saw the last one in theaters. I'll see this one in theaters. No, you won't um, see it in theaters. You're going to see it at home it, on demand. I, I hope they don't release it. I hope they push it. But like, this is the type of movie that they're going to release around Halloween. 
that's annoying because I want to watch. I like watching scary movies in theaters mm. because if I watch them at home, it's too close to my bed, <laughs> and Michael Myers can come in the night and kill me. Yeah. I do have to watch my TikTok intake before bed because if there's a scary one, then I get scared at night. <laughs> Is that why you're like staying up till three or four a.m. on the weekends? Well, no. The thing is, like, if I see a scary one on TikTok, I have to watch at least twenty more to cleanse my palate. Sure. <laughs> Maybe my my future cooking ones will pop up. I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so we like migrate from the clubhouse to the event and Lisa Renna has a big collaboration in store for the ladies. <laughs> now this chain of events, like it's funny, who would have ever thought like we're loving Beverly Hills this year? I know, I know, it's wild. So this set something up in, in Sutton based on things that were talked about earlier in the season, but we never saw. Yeah. The Maloof hoof rears its ugly head. So this guy I've seen before because I watched some YouTube video where he dressed up like Rena and like surprised her. Yeah. For like peoplemag.com. Okay. I watched this like two years ago, maybe. So I know of this guy. Joey Maloof. Stop saying Joey Maloof. His name's like Mallow Maleficent or something like no, that. No, it's not. It's His name is Maloof. Maloof? Well, it's like spelled, I think it's spelled O-U-F. That's the only difference. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Joey so... Maleficent? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is he? Angelina Jolie? Um, so I had seen him, but... Sutton went to into business with him, and then it fell through apparently before the show ever aired. So for, for, an, for with some, an app, I guess glam app like or a, something like a glam app. I don't know. So she thought that Lisa Rinna was like going to surprise bitch with this guy. Yeah, her friend. and then she was she was freaking out on the way there. And she was, like, whispering to Dorit, I'm going to flip out, I'm going to flip out. Yeah. And then once they got to the party and realized that the collaboration was actually with the fat Jewish, yeah, Sutton was fine and so relieved. But Dorit acted <laughs> like Sutton was going to set the fucking place on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um... Dorit's delivery there was so maniacal. And I like I'm are are you team Sutton in this? Of course. And last think of last week I was team Dorit in the Dorit and Kyle thing. It's like my allegiances are shifting but every second. That's what makes a good season. Like you can't get too comfortable. I know. So I did like Sutton. Sutton was bringing different energy than we've ever really seen on Beverly Hills and like kind of calling it out being like, no, no, no. Like this is bullshit. Shut the fuck up. Zip it. What's interesting with Sutton is she came in like a Looney Tooney, right? Like very Mm -hmm. aggressive. And then the past few episodes, it's like she's almost having panic attacks each time she has to film. You know, like very nervous. 
I know. Like, I guess, like, that seems normal to me in a lot of ways. Like, maybe, like, your first couple times with these women didn't go as you thought. And so, like, to go around them again, you get nervous. Yeah. I did also love the conversation about, like, the first season to second season glow up the women have. Oh, my God. Which is so true. Like, not even just in Beverly Hills, just across the board. Yeah. Kyle's little, like, what, whatever she's trying to prove with this comment, it's like, get a life. Yeah. Like, honestly, get a fucking life. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you want Denise to just, like, show up in pajamas for every scene? <laughs> yeah. And her thing with, like, Denise's party, it wasn't that extravagant. There was a fucking ice sculpture. Who cares? I gotta say, though, like, the word ragamuffin has been bouncing around in my head <laughs> for a solid week now, and I just cannot shake it. Like, we are all Freak. ragamuffins in this core. <laughs> Isn't it so true? Like, we've all devolved into ragamuffins. Oh my God, look at me. I'm a rag. I'm a ragamuffin. I mean, Mat- tech- matted hair. <laughs> you are textbook ragamuffin right now. Okay, M- Mayor Pete Head, you too. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I mean, the other thing about the season that I can't really wrap my head around is like, these women are usually asleep at the wheel and everyone is just so fired up. They're all, it's like they got a memo or something. They're all taking every single opportunity they can to try to like stir something up. Even Rinna's like reaction to the Dorit and Sutton thing, she like went like zero to a hundred and didn't even try to pretend to like see where Sutton was coming from before being like, oh, you wanted to ruin my daughter's big day? Yeah. Where is Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo? I think we got tricked. I think there's another dinner coming up that looks similar. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I think we're going to get this in like, in the reunion, we're going to get this in Secrets Revealed. In a flashback or something? Not in a flashback. It's got either going to be Reunion or Secrets Revealed. Then why would it be such a big part of the trailer? That makes no sense. It could be if, like, she tries to, like, mess with production again. And then the women will be like, oh, she's, like, been doing this all along. Well, I mean, she obviously tries to mess with production again. Like, we saw it on the trailer. Yeah. And she's walking out with Aaron from yeah. that party, and she's like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't yeah. say anything. So that could that could be the other place where this pops up. We're definitely going to see it. It's yeah. just how and when is what I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break and we will be back with Summer Else Secrets Revealed and the New York Housewives. And we're back with Summer House. Secrets Revealed. Yeah, I mean, I've never really been excited for a Secrets Revealed until this one, because I just want to stay in the summer house forever. I know. Unfortunately, though, this felt like how we got there. It was essentially how we got there, but with new footage sometimes. And it was just it was just so much recap that I couldn't even like pay too much attention to when there was new footage. I liked mm-hmm. I liked starting it with the green screen confessional antics. 
Oh, same. I could have done that for the full hour. Agreed. And I didn't realize that they all like drank through their uh, confessionals. Yeah. Um, there were some like I there were some new scenes. The one that stuck out to me the most was Stephen learning that Lindsay and Carl used to hook up. Oh yes, 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 yes. That was major. Um, there's not much to be said about it. I mean, like, it's so sad that Summer House is over. Should I know. we just rewatch this season of Summer House, like, every week? Well, I actually never watched the first season in its entirety, so I'm actually thinking of going back just to, like, get get what I can, you know? It's weird because it's not the same house. I know. And also, like, your favorite players aren't really as prominent in those seasons. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean... All we have is Lindsay, Carl, and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I guess Batula is like a character to some extent. But not really. She's yeah. just like Kyle's hookup, really. Yeah. Uh, we did end it with core antics. I know. Like getting a preview of like what might be coming, how they might film Summer House. I, I heard Hannah say that like they're seriously considering quarantining all the summer house people and like filming that way. I mean, we've discussed it for a few weeks now. If it makes sense for any cast, it makes sense for this cast. Right. But it would be like, kind. it'd be miserable after a after a little bit with them. I would think. I don't know. To be be in that house with that many people. But they would, I would, I would think they would just do it for like three or four weeks, not three months. I couldn't last a week with that. I couldn't last two days with that many people. I know, but you're like, you're not them. <laughs> True. And, and these people don't have husbands and wives and children. That's true. Compared to like a housewife's cast. Like it's a bigger ask to like get housewives to quarantine and go off for a while, you know? Totally. Well, I mean, like in OC, they're just like hanging out whenever they want. <laughs> or in Atlanta, they're just getting the glam squad in. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Summer House, we will definitely miss you. So sad. Smile because it happened. No, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. You can buy that sign at Hobby Lobby, probably. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's... Head on over to New York. We're in New York, but let's let's get over to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Th- this episode was interesting. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, this episode was a mess. So, something that is a mess and psychotic to me, and very unrepresentative of how a New Yorker would behave, and we've, got, we've gotten this before, who meets up on the High Line? Right. Yeah, nobody. I mean, that's something you, like, take out-of-towners to do as an activity. I'm trying to think of the last time I've been on the High Line, and I think it was 10 years ago. So, like, wow. right around when it opens. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm sure I've been there more recently, but, like, not for fun for myself, you know? Oh, no, I accidentally ended up on the High Line when I went to go see um, Hudson Yards when it opened, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
last winter, I guess. I, I, I actually have still never been there. Hudson Yards? Yeah. It's nothing. It's yeah. the fucking mall. I feel like I'm there via Realtor Ann's Instagram stories. Same. She's always running around it. She lives there. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ramona meeting up with Sonia, talking about Tinsley, saying the wrong name, and us getting, like, a little caption on the bottom with the correct name. Oh, yeah, she said Brian, right? Yeah, and had, like, a little buzzer sound with Bruce on the screen. Also, did Sonia have, like, rosé in her water bottle? What was that, like, pink substance? Uh, I did not notice that. Oh, it looked yeah. like she had rosé in her water bottle. Yeah, so while so while they're hanging out with their rosé and the other girls are in the High Line, Tinsdale is at <laughs> her boxing coach. Martin. Martin, getting like a one-on-one I love the scene. little activity. I know, I love the little activity of him throwing a football to the firemen and throwing one to Tinsley. Yeah, it's that was cute. So much fun. Calling Dorinda Dorita. <laughs> Clearly a Beverly Hills fan. Totally. I see that for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she's she's done with Bruce. It's just funny how like the timeline, this is late September, and she's engaged with uh Scott by year's end. Well, the rumors were that she made up this Bruce person so that she could go to Chicago and, like, hang out with Scott secretly. Huh. Interesting. That's, like, the dark web rumors. <laughs> you and Paige DeSorbo residing mm-hmm. on the dark, dark web. My favorite place. Uh, okay. Luann visiting Leah's apartment. I'm glad we're, like, settling in and getting the house tour at Leah's. This was so rude. I mean, of all the women to be condescending about Leah's living situation. Right. And Luann, like, is always, like, looking for another rental in the city that we, like, never see because it's, like, never good enough. So she's not one to judge. Yeah. And, like, think think about, um like, Dorinda's old apartment. Like, that apartment was smaller than uh leah's definitely and it's like yeah luann the nice homes you have are from your husband (laughs) like Mm -hmm. yeah and she tried to like borrow money not even borrow ask people to give her money so that she could buy that six million dollar home upstate that she then settled for the roundhouse my god it's like we haven't seen much of the roundhouse recently. Is she? I think it's still with us, but I mean, like, it's just not time to be in the roundhouse yet mm. on the think... season. Cause like, that's like a fall winter space. I know, but like, and... I don't think she's been there during core. Right. Well, you have to pick one place to be in core. And where is she? She's in the Hampton. Oh, she is? Okay. Okay. To me, it was like a scene put in so that they could then go to a winery and Luann, like, drink again. Yeah, exactly. Full throttle. Exactly. Although, I mean, Lou, obviously, when we get to the winery, like, is the most behaved of all the women. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. 
okay, then we get Sonia and Dorinda meeting up in Central Park. Lots of Central Park this episode. Well, I mean, we all miss it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so page six reports, which like we read this news story on Come Through Queen. Dorinda and John mm-hmm. taking a break. So she's, she's saying someone planted this. That someone was Melinda Medley. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so we're at Weed Orchards. Elise brings up John. She's got such a little quiet voice. And like her bringing up things is always so startling because she, it's like a little baby voice yeah, she's, that she asks in. She's really not cut out for this. She's not. <laughs> no. I like it's funny that we even played along this long with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um I was like trying to think of like why the producers were like, oh, this woman will work. And like, is it because they needed another brunette in the mix? And all of Ramona's other friends have blonde hair. Well, except for Liza Minnelli. Well, yeah, but I mean like <laughs> That's like bringing on like Barbara Walters these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When so we we're talking about John and Tinsley's so happy that we're talking about the John breakup. Yeah, and she starts like whispering little things under her breath, and Dorinda like loses it to a degree. How does Dorinda even like go back and watch these episodes? Is what I'm wondering. I don't know. It seems like she leans into it after watching it. I would like bury my head in the sand. I know. I mean, and like Tinsley is calling it out in the moment. Like Dorinda here is being a bully and mean. That's, that's it. It's like, I mean, like, there is the, like, small excuse that, like, she could have that Tinsley technically did instigate it, but it wasn't even, like, a real instigation. It was, like, nothing. It was, like, a snide comment under her breath. And, like, the way Dorinda fights, it's, you can't even fight back, because she's just, she's not arguing with you. She's just screaming at you and, like, not responding to anything Tinsley's saying. Yeah, and she, like, has no self-awareness at all. And, like, she thinks she's, like, very clever and funny in the moment, but, like, it's not good. Yeah. And it's, like, it hits different when it's with Tinsley because it's, like, when it was, like, with other people, like, for example, when it was against Sonia, like, several seasons ago, it hit differently because it was, like... Sonia was actually doing something to, like, Sonia was, like, quote-unquote feeding press stories about Dorinda, but, like, with Tinsley, it's, like, Tinsley's just being kind of quiet about her relationship with Scott. That's her only sin here. Yeah. So Tinsley goes off and is crying, and Luann chases after her. And Luann counseling Tinsley to respond like Obama. It's like so dumb. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh but speaking of Sonia, Sonia. It's 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 a little it's a little much. 
Yeah, I feel like she needs to, before embarking on these types of things, have a breakfast sandwich and then actually eat her lunch. Yeah, we can't be we can't be juicing and drinking. Yeah, because she gets to a a planet before like anyone even leaves our atmosphere. (laughs) Her doing her like doing comedy involving a goat in the distance though was pretty good. I was laughing about that. I mean, I, I did laugh when, when she grabbed the corn and she said, put it in my bag, bitch. I'm friends with the owner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I do got to say, like, okay, as bad as Dorinda was with Tinsley, like, we are seeing some, like, she's not only being bad, like, we are seeing the issue with, like, her real life issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I do, I am interested in this journey for her of like, where does she want, like how does she want to live out her life? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like where did she like see herself that now she's like so sad she's not there? And even admitting like post Richard, she's like, I almost became an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Was interesting. Yeah. And like, I mean, in her like depression was like drinking in the morning and then like pulled herself out of that because of her daughter, she said. Yeah. 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 And like now that her daughter doesn't live with her, she doesn't have that like reasoning, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the previews for next week, her going after Ramona, who like Ramona could handle herself, but she was being nasty to Ramona too. I know. Oh my god! It, it felt like they were bonding this episode too. Yeah, wild. Yeah, I will say them the maze, the whole maze thing was really funny. Them trying to make their way through the maze. Yeah, and then like them cheating and ending up at that treehouse and like trying to yell at other people it was funny some of this episode was like pure comedy but some of it was like dark 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 yeah i mean we ended it like in the little tasting room i would i would have loved to just seen like the footage back back home yeah you know same you know i was really grateful to have leah this episode oh yeah leah was like leah was in the Bethany role this episode. Yeah, she got so many confessionals. Then also just like, her presence there was great for um, this particular trip because she's the only one who like kept us anchored down on the ground, it felt like. Yeah, for sure. Because like, even though like Lou was like doing pretty well, Lou also just was like more interested in like talking to the wine guy who I was convinced was gay until he talked about how he's not interested in looking at a male naked body. Yeah. I like, wasn't sure what journey we were going on with him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a a wild ride. It's we're, we're getting like this season is a very different New York season. Yeah. We're going through something, but it's like, it's not bad. It's just like very different. It's not bad. It's just, it's very rocky. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 
All right, let's wrap this episode up with our freak of the week and the one true queen, Brendan. Who's <laughs> the freak? So the freak of the week is one Kelly Dodd again. How many again. times in a row has she been the freak of the week? Well, during I'm especially sure. during core. During core, she like truly is pulling out all of the stops. I'm just trying to pull up her post that she did the other day. Yeah. I don't think I can find it. But she basically posted one, just another thing complaining about quarantine. And it was like an image of like the founding fathers. Oh, found it. Sorry. Yeah. And it, it was, it says, give me liberty or give me death. Unless there's a virus with a 99% recovery rate in which case strip me of my freedoms, my job, my constitutional rights and put me under house arrest. So she's gone full MAGA. But like the thing is, of all people to be complaining about being quote unquote in house arrest, she should not be one of them because she has been flying coast to coast regularly. <laughs> she has been attending house parties, hosting house parties, like yeah. hanging out with Shannon apparently, like at bars. I don't know. So yeah, that's what I don't get. It's like, what is she complaining about? She's living her life. She's living her life with a Fox News personality, though. So it's like yeah. that garbage being fed into her brain, I'm sure. Yeah. And like, boohoo, you have to wear a face mask out when you go out. And boohoo, like, that's the only thing that <laughs> is like hindering your life right now. You're literally behaving exactly like your life was. Yeah. I'm sorry you have to stay at home with your kid a little more, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. She's fully jumped the shark for me. And like, People are talking about the behavior of like the OC women and saying maybe we shouldn't watch next year. And yeah. usually I'm not like that, but like I'm like, eh, would be a less work for us. I know. <laughs> uh, let's look on the brighter side with our one true queen, someone who does appear to be staying home. Uh, maybe looking at appliances and parts of her house she hasn't looked at in a while. One Robin mm -hmm. Dixon who. Uh, is providing some fun entertainment on her Instagram stories. Uh, she discovered a full-on family of birds with the biggest nest I've ever seen taking over the entire outdoor grill she has set up. It's literally like one of the nice outdoor grills and the nest is the entire thing. Yeah. So apparently like it was like baby birds in there, like a mama bird, and there's these string of videos. I think I'm gonna like drop it in right here. I'm worried about my birds, y'all. First of all, I think it was only one left in the grill. Cause when I come over here, I'm coming to my grill, I'm tapping on it. I don't hear anything. So it's one left, right? So the mom, they were still feeding the bird and the poor thing, it came back looking for its baby. And then when it wasn't in there, it was looking all worried and looking all over the place. And now I feel like the birds are communicating. Oh my God, where did the bird go? Please don't call the Humane Society on me, y'all. She broke up this family. <laughs> so, I mean, she is our queen, but she's also a, um, a homewrecker. A homewrecker, yes. A wrecker of this of this bird's home, who they rightfully took over 
her grill. I mean, she clearly wasn't using it. I mean, and like, she's not a purposeful homewrecker. She accidentally <laughs> did it. And I think she was disappointed in herself for doing yeah, no, it. She, she did show regret. So yeah. for that, uh, she is our one true queen. Wow, Brendan, what a week. Um, just another week in quarantine. Just another week. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show, we have that All-Stars... Uh, five cast breakdown Patreon bonus episode up next week. Don't forget, we got DC has that marathon on Bravo. So record that. And if you are interested in our Patreon, what we're going to do is drop that first episode recap on the main feed. So you could kind of get a taste of what's going on mm-hmm. and uh, jump in if the water's feeling good. Um, yeah. You can go follow us on social Dan's at IDK IDK. I'm at not Brendan. Dan will be joining TikTok soon to cook for you. Yeah. And the TikTok gods. We haven't mentioned it in a while, but uh, Neely, a member of our community, reminded us uh, by tagging us on Instagram. There's merch out there too. Don't forget, come through Queen slash store. We got t-shirts, sweatshirts, um, maybe more to come. Uh, so like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.